Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. We got a lot of good audio to play this hour, catching up on some stories of the week. We'll go into Bidenville for one of them. We'll also play the uh, FBI director who appeared on Fox News to talk about their conclusion that COVID-19 probably did spring from a laboratory. All that's coming up on the show, but... We begin with a story here locally with the Los Angeles Police Department and the Police Protective League, which is the union for the LAPD officers. And the union has offered its own list of 911 calls where they think maybe an armed police response is not a great idea. Maybe somebody else can handle these types of calls. You've heard the defund the police crowd make these suggestions. And I think, uh, well, I was startled that the L.A. Police Union is making similar suggestions on, on calls they don't want to show up for anymore. Yeah. So, Steve, what, what is, what's, this, what's going on yeah, here? Yeah, so, you know, what's interesting about this is these types of calls, uh, responses, unarmed response, if you will, to these types of calls has been going on for a long time, even before COVID. So what's happening is, if you recall a few years ago, a couple of years ago, uh, Eric Garcetti's administration, they were creating the unarmed crisis response teams. Mm. And that had come about. And, and then it kind of went, you never heard anything else about it. And the idea is, is aren't officers better suited to go to violent calls, emergency calls, life and death calls, instead of going over and dealing with a homeless man at 7-Eleven that won't leave the people alone. That's the kind of, that's the whole idea here is that, the alternative to defund the police movement was, okay, so let's do a, an unarmed crisis response team. That's kind of where this all started from. Right. So now that, you've yeah. got kind of a bigger push 
Uh, now the city wants to put a million dollars into the unarmed response and safety program or the Office of Unarmed Response and Safety. So they want to make this even more bureaucratic in that uh, now there will be accountability on this level. And some of the 28 types of calls is what they've identified are the types of calls that they don't think armed officers need to go to among those. Welfare checks, calls to schools unless school administration initiates the emergency police response, uh, parking violations, homeless encampment cleanups, um, non-fatal vehicle accidents, those kinds of calls. They don't think police with guns need to be there. Isn't the idea, though, that an officer shows up and he is armed as, as a way to respond in case something surprising happens? There you because go. you don't know. I mean, the police know this when they pull over, not a suspect, but maybe somebody who's speeding. They walk up and there's a way that you approach the car. And you have to assess, mm -hmm. you know, could sure. the guy be armed? Could he, could he have a gun in his glove compartment? They always assume that anybody could blow. Most don't. But in the one in a thousand or one in 10,000 chance that the guy's armed and he's going to do something stupid, that that's the purpose of it. Every time an officer enters a building, a home, a tent, a homeless tent, they face that risk. So... It's interesting when you think about why all of a sudden is the union supporting all of this. So if you really think about it, 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 it makes sense. And this is according to people I've talked to, boots on the ground and command level. And in fact, just as uh, early as, or just as recent as an hour and a half ago, I talked to some command level folks about this too. What they're worried about is a lot of times these nonviolent calls, if you will, lead to crime. So a welfare check. If you've got two people in blue vests that show up um, or, you know, the, you know, ask me how I can help vests and they show up to the house and you've got a dead body inside and that's the welfare check. But then it, there's struggle, you know, evidence of a struggle, evidence of a break in and stuff. Then you got to call armed response anyway. You've got mm -hmm. that component, too. So you've got other things, even in vehicle accidents, if you've got a that was non-fatal. See, so are you saying the police management is not supporting this idea. This I'm, is a police union. No, this all stems from politicians. This all came from politicians. This, this word came from the union did not come up with this. The union is saying it supports a program that's being considered by the council. Mm -hmm. But the union's support of this. Uh, I, I, I want to explain it to you without coming right out and telling you what's going on. Because yeah. I don't know that I should do that right now. Oh. <laughs> wow. I like that. I thought, okay. I thought they were just trying to get out in front of this. <laughs> what am what I supposed to do now? <laughs> I know you know something. Isn't it break time? Yeah. <laughs> I will tell you that if you really think about what's going on here, based on the many years you've been doing this and yeah. covering this, you huh. could probably figure this out. Hmm. So uh -oh. that said, and, and you know, in the same hand, think about for a moment um, – how depleted the staff numbers are with the LAPD, mm. how few officers there are. So now the union's got to face this thing that says, well, listen, we've got to do something here. We've got to, you know, we've got to kind of play along. We've got to, you know, help along because our department is not fully staffed. It's, you know, it's the recruitment is at an all time low. They, they're having a tough time getting people to apply. And understandably, yeah. So you think about that, that gap and that nexus between that shortage in people and this unarmed crisis response team. 
Uh, you know, there's there's a reason for this. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at this, these command level folks I was talking to a little bit ago, they said they understand the spirit of what's going on here, but they don't think it's going to be a practical application. Well, because uh, eventually these unarmed ambassadors mm-hmm. are going to show up and get killed. Well, it's the same thing that was going on in West Hollywood. Now, remember there, there was that movement to get all the sheriff's department personnel out of there. Right. And then have people in the ask how I can help vests mm-hmm. with a radio. Right. And then they walk around and see someone being shot or mugged or raped. Yeah, and this then is guy, stupid. This yeah. is, I can't even believe that anybody's still debating this. It's been going on for like three years now. This is all stupid. No, you have to have armed, uniformed police officers showing up when there's trouble, period. However you define trouble, you just have to. There is no alternative to this. Well, they, you know, they list parking violations in here. Well, you've already got LADOT. They handle parking violations. Yeah. So, I, for instance, so, I mean, there's some stuff in here like homeless encampment cleanups. Yeah, again, I've been to, how many of these have I been to? How many of these guys were in prison and now they're living in those tents? Well, and a lot of those right. guys have weapons in there. What are the last three high-profile murders we've had have been homeless people have committed them? Yeah, I know. I, I, well, I And what happens, Steve, when the alternative shows up? I don't know, somebody from mental health or Department of Transportation, and they get hurt. Well, What's going to be the response then, right? Considering that that hasn't happened yet, because this is not a fully implemented project or program, but it's interesting because when the council was set to vote today on this, they've delayed by two weeks i just think if you show up and you don't have a gun then what's your leverage what's your ability to persuade because people tend to go along with police officers i know i do because they're armed i'm not they'll always win so i say yes sir sorry sir well, what can i be, do sir it's going to be a combination of de-escalation training and mental health training de-escalation john calm people? down Calm down, John. See? He's working on this. See how it works? And you've already you're starting to laugh. Now you just Actually, started laughing. That triggers me. <laughs> oh, no. tell me to calm down. It's going to tase you. So anyway, I don't know how this is going to shake out. I just know that um, a lot of people, um, there are two sides to this. There are some that support it for some interesting reasons. And others who say this, isn't, this okay. is not going to work. All right. Well, when you're able to explain the interesting reasons, yeah. please come back. That cryptic right. reference. That's we right. want that. You got it. All right. All right. That's Steve Gregory, KFI News, covering the announcement by the Los Angeles Police Protective League, the LAPD union, that uh, they think there's about a list of 28 calls that officers, armed officers would not need to respond to anymore. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We'd like to formally welcome you to the rest home of old Joe. Welcome to Bidenville, everyone. All men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing. There's a man on the moon, or whatever you know something, or you know whether those aliens are here or not. I, I commuted for 36 years as president, vice president of the United States. Happy birthday, dear Valentine. Happy birthday to you. I was on the television. On television, I was on the telephone. Every time I hear hail the chief, wonder where the hell is he? Turn around and where? Where's the? Where's the president? What? what I can't remember it. I was in the foot, him, uh, foot, foot Excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping. For Secretary of Health and Education, I nominated Javier Bacaria. President Harris is a proud Howard alum. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. I got them. Relief so far. Clip talker. Yeah. Clip talker.
kleptocracy and club, the guys who are the kleptocracies. Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was, she was going to be here. And now, to give you a tour of Bidenville before your extended stay, here's John and Ken. John Cobelt and Ken Shampo, swinging on the swing, huh. here in Bidenville. Well, the sun came out, but it was raining pretty hard just about 10 minutes ago here. I, one listener says there was some, some snow coming down oh, in their neighborhood. Uh, I thought this is pretty much cleared out, but I guess these storms are still so straggling through. When I was walking in, something was falling from the sky that wasn't rain here. Oh, and Ruppel? Yeah, well, that's what it was. It was really cool. Yeah, that's what uh, Gary told me when I walked in. I saw in. hail last weekend in Torrance on and people's windshields. It was kind of cool. Because the it was coming down, and it looked like, it didn't look like a drop. It looked like a long street, streak, rather, and it was it was glistening. It was like twinkling a little bit. And it wasn't a snowflake, and it wasn't sleek pellets. Hmm. And Grapple, I think, is, is a, a raindrop that gets covered in a coating of ice, but it's mushy. Yeah, uh, or it's a, it's a so snow. So it's not f- like hail, which is more solid. It's some combination, or it's a snowflake that gets a lot of water in it. I don't know, something like that. So it it, it come it was coming down, and I go, well, this isn't rain. What is this? Uh, here's a quick update on the storms. Yosemite is closed. Yosemite apparently has snow accumulation that has broken a 54 year record at the park. Uh, as of late yesterday, 40 inches of snow in the Yosemite Valley. And that's among the park's lowest elevations. The previous record was 36 inches from 1969. And uh, as you mentioned before, John, Tahoe is just massive amounts of snow fell up in that area too, closing roads. Although I did read they're getting the ski resorts open quickly because, you know, that's a business. Unlike the people that live up in the San Bernardino Mountains, is not there's Big Bear up there, but doesn't compare to the ski resorts of the Tahoe area where it's important uh, that they get those roads open for people to come with their money and spend. All right, we're in. Uh, we'll be talking to Tim Donnelly, the uh, former assemblyman and candidate for governor. He uh, lives up in uh, Lake Arrowhead. I, He'll be joining us after three. I found the definition of grapple. It it yeah. starts as snow falling through a cloud, and the cloud is made up of supercooled water droplets, droplets of water that are below freezing but still liquid. Yeah. And so the snowflake travels through the cloud, the droplets attach and freeze around the snowflake, and it grows into a tiny snowball. And it, it gets, like, mushy. It's, it, it's, it's very wet. And I guess as it falls, it starts to, uh, I guess, separate, degrade. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, old Joe speaking in Virginia Beach yesterday. Uh, I guess he wanted to talk about, well, he was, uh, yeah, he was talking about health care. Healthcare policy, one of these speeches. So he went off on a weird tangent with, we now understand he's done before this particular story, but it's got some people saying weird. Let's hear this. When I was at Walter Reed all that time after a couple of craniotomies, I was lying there and I had a nurse named Pearl Nelson, military. She'd come in and do things that I don't think you learn in medical school, nursing school. She'd whisper in my ear. I didn't, couldn't understand him. She'd whisper and she'd lean down. He'd actually breathe on me to make sure that I was, there was a connection, a human connection. She went home and brought back her pillow from her own bed because he didn't do the one where I had the one comfortable. But I'm not joking. 
Again, that's it's not uh, joking. Sounds uh, salacious. Not when a you joke. Hear the beginning of that, right? Things that, that you don't learn in nursing school. I thought it was going to get dirty that uh, uh, she uh, molested him or something. I, <laughs> but he's much older here. This isn't the school nurse he's talking about. This is no, no. Uh, this is at Walter Reed arteries or something. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Uh, he told this. Now that was yesterday. The yesterday clip. Yeah, it was. All that right, was well, Virginia Beach yesterday. Yeah. Okay, here's July 2020, Biden telling the same story. And I had a nurse at, at uh, nurses at uh, Walter Reed Hospital who would bend down and whisper in my ear. Wow. And go home and get me pillows. They would make sure they'd actually, probably nothing ever taught in, uh, you can't do it in the COVID time, but they'd actually breathe in my nostrils to make me move, to get get me moving. Hmm. They, what is he wait, talking breathe about? Breathe into his nostrils? What? That's uh <laughs> Talk about kinky. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that reminded I would... me. Yeah. That reminded me last week when I was going through my ordeal with my cold and my runny nose. I was thinking about uh, John's, uh, 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 what was she, your child's uh, care taken. Oh, nanny. yes. That would yes. suck the snot out of the nose for your kids. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. If uh, one, one of. My kids was congested. He was just a year or two old, and she walked up to him right at the dinner table and put yeah. his mouth, put her mouth over his nose and sucked out all his snot. Oh, right? that is disgusting. Yeah, isn't it? Oh, Nobody no. But he felt better. <laughs> I never even did that to my own kids. Oh, God. Cleared out his sinuses. Oh, jeez. You didn't ask the obvious question, Deborah Mark. What did she do with it? Oh, don't tell me she swallowed. He seems to I not don't know. know. I don't yeah. remember. <laughs> he's clouded out that part. <laughs> She's he just now, sat there. His jaw was the gate. Saved. <laughs> She's now covering her head. <laughs> She's hiding under her chair. I know what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you shouldn't be near a microphone anymore. <laughs> I have diarrhea mouth. <laughs> well, no, I, I don't know what she did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, from the category of there might be hope out there somewhere, at least I'm grasping this story that way, the mayor of Chicago has been ousted from her job. Lori Lightfoot is the Democratic mayor of Chicago the past four years. Uh, the progressive side loved it when she won because, A, she's African-American, B, she's a woman, and C, she's a lesbian. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's. And I often three. thought her last name. I thought she might be Native American. No, I look. I looked that up because that's what I thought. It just it, sounds like that. It's right? a. It's a British name. Ah, okay. So it could have All been right. a slave. So she didn't check the fourth box. Okay. No, it could have been a slave owner's name from uh, her, somewhere in her ancestry. The city has been a a mess with crime the past four years, and I. I say this because I'm looking to California and the problems we have and the politicians we have, and I'm thinking, well, if Chicago can oust this woman because they finally looked around and realized we've hit bottom here, she's got to go. Because the one of the two people that finished in the runoff is a tough-on-crime guy. He may not win, but that's well, what he was campaigning Well, he, he, he was in first place. I uh, got about 34% of the vote, and and the second place person is a defund the police character. That's right. Brandon so, Johnson, I think his name is. He was it's going to be an ugly campaign. He's at 20, team. and then Lori Lightfoot was at 17. She had 83% of the city vote against her. 83%? I've never seen that before happen to an incumbent. Oh. Uh, that's just shocking. But you know how many murders they had last year? 800.
Oh, it was a headline every weekend. They, it was always like weekends, a lot of bodies. And they have some of the toughest gun control laws of any city in the country. Yeah. 800 murders. And I saw a list of statistics just yesterday. Car theft, just in the first two months of the year, is up 143%. And it has spilled into the nice neighborhoods. And so everybody's angry. and Everybody's scared. And so this guy, um, God, what's his name? Vallis, I think. Yeah, his name is Vallis. Uh, uh, Paul Vallis. Paul Vallis. He, he won 35% of he's the vote. Been, he's, he was kind of a nobody. He was a public school executive. He's big on oh. charter schools, and he, and he was an executive for various public school districts, including, I think, Chicago. And he's run for office three other times and got nowhere. He'd hardly get any votes. But he ran as this tough-on-crime, no-nonsense. He, he's a Democrat, although in one interview he said, I think I'm more Republican than Democrat. And, of course, Chicago is ultra-liberal. But they've had enough. That's what I'm saying. You got to look for a victory wherever you can get it and hope that people are turning around, maybe city by city, one by one. More coming up. John and Ken, oh. KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. I have diarrhea, mouth. <laughs> oh, oh, that God. was a recorded. Yeah, that was. Oh, boy. Do you, do you, do you have the clip where she. she uh, no. Come on, play that again. Don't tell me she swallowed. Oh, God. <laughs> I am so embarrassed. I am so embarrassed. But you have to have that in the correct context, guys, okay? Uh, no. No. Yes. Never. <laughs> These will drop randomly whenever. Whenever necessary. The Moist Line is coming back day after tomorrow. A reminder that you can still leave messages and they'll be listened to and they might be included in the Moist Line play at 320 and 350 on Friday. You go to the iHeartRadio app, use the microphone icon, or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. We'll be talking about those stranded mountain communities up in the San Bernardino Mountains after 3 o'clock. Our guest will be a resident, Tim Donnelly, who used to be a guest on the show many times when he was in the Assembly, ran for governor. Anyway, still lives up there, and he can give us the first-hand account. I see that roofs are uh, starting to crash in. On some homes because of the heavy snow. Another round of snow, of course, came through last night, and they were already trying to dig out from last week's storm. So we'll bring you all that in the three o'clock hour. Well, a lot of audio this hour. This is from the FBI director, and uh, he was on Fox News talking to Brett Baer. His name is Christopher Ray. Because the Energy Department joined the FBI in concluding it's probably the result of a laboratory leak in China that we got COVID-19. Now, that's and, not been the conclusion of other agencies. But you know what? Some of the uh, left-wing uh, comics were on TV making fun of the idea that the Department of Energy was weighing in about COVID. For some reason, left-wing people can't accept that this might have been a lab leak. I, and I, I, I'll i never understand why, especially at this late And again, game. the Department of right. Energy is responsible overseeing the laboratory system. Well, they, so they, that's why they have a part in this. Yeah, they, they actually have oversight over biological weapons laboratories. Yeah. So this does fall exactly in line with some of their responsibilities. But right. it's amazing how many people are ignorant or so stubbornly partisan just accept it. That's one of the 
Department of Energy's responsibilities. Yes, they do investigations like this. And yes, they came up with an answer that you don't like for whatever bizarre reason. But but two of the late night comedians were doing were doing jokes oh, about ignore this. Ignore them. I know, late but night I, comedians. Yeah, I know. Except you know how many people look to late night comedy shows for their news now? And and really what, Jimmy what, Kimmel's gonna give yes, me the real world news. They do. And what Stephen the, Dopey Colbert, and, really. And what the proper opinion is supposed to be. No, they exposed themselves after Trump became president by going far out there. Yeah. Right? Right, but listen to it's the, the audience. same reason you don't want to watch some of the Fox hosts because they're too much in the other direction. Yes. I mean, you got to get perspective here. And But the audience laughs and applauds all this stuff. It's fascinating. All right, well, here is Ray on with Brett Baer, and let's see what's in this clip. What is the determination by the FBI? So, uh, as you note, Brett, uh, the FBI has for uh, quite some time now assessed that the origins of the pandemic are most likely a potential lab incident in Wuhan. Let me step back for a second. You know, the FBI has folks, agents, professionals, analysts, virologists, microbiologists, etc., who focus specifically on the dangers of biological threats, which include things like novel viruses like COVID, uh, and the concerns that, that in the wrong hands, some bad guys, a hostile nation state, a terrorist, a criminal, the, the threats that those, those could pose. So here you're talking about a potential leak from a Chinese government controlled lab that killed millions of Americans. And that's precisely what that capability uh, was designed for. I should add that, uh, that our work related to this continues. And there are not a whole lot of details I can share that aren't, aren't classified. I will just make the observation that the Chinese government seems to me has been doing its best to try to thwart and obfuscate uh, the work here, the work that we're doing, the work that our U.S. government and, and close foreign partners are doing. Um, and that's unfortunate for everybody. Yeah, that's important, that last part. China's giving everybody the finger. We're not going to give you anything you need to do the research on this. So that makes it difficult to ever get the uh, exact answer. But it says here, no animal host has ever been found. So this theory that it started with some kind of animal and mutated to humans also has no definitive proof. And the other side always forgets that. They act like, why well, you're just racist if you think it came from a Chinese lab, that? and I'm going to end the discussion there. Well, why is there another side? I, this is what confounds me. The, the issue is, is how did this virus mutate to infect humans and be transmitted human to human so easily? This was unlike the other coronaviruses which caused other illnesses years ago, but were very limited in spread because right. it's difficult to go from human to well, human. Well, they're saying, but that's normally the path, even though this one obviously but, had but, more to it. Okay. But, but normally it does go from animal to human, like right. the pig viruses but, and stuff like that. But yeah, but the coronaviruses specifically in the past did not transmit to humans easily, the, the SARS virus, Well, the they're going to argue virus. that it somehow mutated even more in animals and became more potent. But yeah, but, but, I, I know, but what they were doing in the Wuhan lab was enhancing the virus. Yeah, it's called gain of function. Right. And it worked. They enhanced it. And right. that's why it was able to jump from human to human much more easily. See, what happened is proof that their work was a success, and that was the intention of their work.
Now, was it an accidental lab leak, or do you think they unleashed it? Uh, it seems like it was accidental. Because of those people that were taken to the emergency room that were working in the lab? Yeah. Although the Chinese don't care about their own people. So they really sacrificing don't care. Right? collateral damage, right? I, I, I mean, I just ha I haven't seen the evidence that it was on purpose. But I got an open mind here. Uh, uh, it's very possible they were still working on it and trying to make it even bigger and badder, and that got out, right, by but mistake. they knew in November 2019 what happened, and they didn't stop flights, and they wouldn't tell anyone else in, in the world what was going on. And, and they held to that stance for over a month. Yeah. So why is it so hard for the this other crowd to understand this is I, a hostile uh, government? I don't this know. This is not a, a, a friend of ours, uh, and they do not want to share any information on this. I don't know what the angle and is. And in there. many regards, they are the enemy, even though they are responsible for a large part of the world's economy. But anyway, yeah. I mean, who who uh, whose reputation are they protecting? I don't what, get what, it. What, what what's the group? What's the constituency that you're trying to protect here? I, that that. That very well may be what happened. I mean, is it because they're buddies with Biden? No, I'm just kidding. No, I mean, this is Biden's FBI. This is Biden's Department of Energy. Biden hasn't come out and, and disavowed and fired these people that are going public. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, coming up after 3 o'clock, our guest will be Tim Donnelly, a former state assembly member and, of course, candidate for governor. He lives up in a mountain community, and uh, he can give us a firsthand account of what they're undergoing there, being snowed in. I just wanted to point out, and we had a lot of callers earlier in the show, that uh, there has been a move by electric car manufacturers to eliminate AM radio. We talked about this a few weeks ago. A bunch of former heads of FEMA have signed on together to urge those automakers to continue with AM radio in their vehicles. Ford and Tesla have dropped AM radio Claiming that, uh, I didn't know this before, vehicles generate electromagnetic frequencies on the same wavelength as AM radio signals, creating buzzing and signal fading from the interference. That was their reason, they said, for yeah. not installing AM radio signals in cars. But the FEMA guys say it's really the most dependable thing. The streaming services, everything else that is taken over technologically could be in trouble during a real emergency. In our case, what an earthquake. Well, I can but tell you, AM the, tends to hold up. I can tell you, in the, in the mountains, uh, power failures are common from uh, wind storms and rain and snowstorms. Cell phones don't work very well because of the terrain, right? And I found you know, the best communication device, yeah, is radio. FM signals don't penetrate through those areas very well at all either. In no, fact, because I know AM there, radio signals bounce all over the place. Yeah, no, That's why you can sometimes hear an AM station from many hundreds of miles away, right? No, I know. Uh, uh, we're our KFI is very widely listened to up in the mountain areas because it's about the only you know major station you could pick up reliably throughout as you're driving through the mountains. So you know, they're they're all the all the big uh, clear channel stations uh, that cover wide distances, especially at night. Right. Uh, th those those things actually in an emergency are really important. They're, they're the only reliable communication you can get. Now, yeah. I mean, a lot of a lot of bad stuff can happen to right. cell phone towers and signals and and and, and electricity. Obviously, yeah. you know, television goes out, uh, right. Wi-Fi goes out. So it's just a call for maybe because some of the other EV makers, such as Hyundai, said they will continue to put AM radio in their cars, but. 
I'd mentioned this some months back because I know people with Teslas. I'm like, you know, have AM radio. I'm, no. No. 50 million people. It pisses me off. People go, oh, nobody listens to AM. Yeah, 50 million people do bozo. <laughs> and they tend to have higher than average incomes. And a lot of people do stream the show now, but that's still, they're still picking up the show. Right. Uh, now let's play some more audio. And this one apparently has gone a bit viral because it is so incredibly bombastic. One of the big stories yesterday, of course, was the Supreme Court hearing arguments both for and against federal student loan forgiveness. Biden, of course, proposed doing that last year. It got stopped in its tracks by a bunch of lawsuits. However, the damage was done. They wanted results in the November elections. This may have been helpful to get some people to vote for their candidates. The Supreme Court is looking at the challenge to the case. So people showed up outside the Supreme Court yesterday. We played Bernie Sanders audio. This time, it's the National Teachers Union president, Randy Weingarten. Let's listen. And frankly, and this is what really pisses me off, during the pandemic, we understood that small businesses were hurting. And we helped them. And it didn't go to the Supreme Court to challenge it. Big businesses were hurting. And we helped them. And it didn't go to the Supreme Court to challenge it. All of a sudden, when it's about our students, they challenge it. The corporations challenge it. The student loan lenders challenge it. That is not right. That is not fair. And that is what we are fighting as well when we say, cancel student debt. Well, I mean, you talk about apples and oranges. Yeah. What we're I, dealing with with small businesses hurting during the pandemic with all the lockdowns and everything else that were installed over the fear of COVID has nothing to do with people's student loan debt. I mean, no, really? She's as hysterical as she is wrong. Yeah. First of all, this 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 student loan debt that people are bitching about, these are not our school kids. These are people in their 20s and 30s, you know, who made a deal 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago to borrow money and they got to pay it back. This yeah. guy this this has nothing to do with with keep, keeping the economy going during an emergency where the government severely overreacted and shut too much down. Remember, the government created a lot of the misery during COVID with their hysterical lockdowns. Oh, so yeah, it was no, a, no more worse than California. And California was the one of the worst. restaurants were just slammed because and, of what California did. But many other small businesses were. And, and, and the, the idea that, that, that somehow people who take out college loans are some special minority class, some special protected species... That are, are not supposed to deal with the struggles of the world I, like everyone else? I, I agree that I, tuitions are out of control. I mean, I've seen the inflation numbers the last 20 years, although maybe not more recently. Inflation's yeah. been really bad. But this has been one of the fastest climbers in yes. the history and, and you know of why? prices. Because some of these universities have as many administrators as they have students. Seriously. There is a one-to-one -one relationship between the number of administrators and students. <laughs> And, and 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 what are these administrators doing? Yeah. You know, they've created these massive diversity, equity, and inclusion departments where they're busy creating fake controversies. I uh, thought it was also just because they know that people believe that they have to have a college degree to have any kind of successful job. So let's take advantage of that but, by charging them premium tuitions but if for you're the gonna, honor of that. If you are going to have the government back all the student loans, what is, if you're running a college, what are you going to do? You're going to raise your prices. Because the government is going to back the loans. Yeah. 
So right. you, you, they, just the way they created all this inflation by dumping trillions of dollars in fake money into the system, they created in, inflation at the college level by basically dumping tons of money into the college loan system. Yeah. And, and yeah, the, colleges, mean, the fact that this is a union hack is not surprising who's oh, making she, this she, bombastic. She's a she was a crazy person because she was pushing for the total lockdown of schools that went on the year and a half. I know. So yeah. she ruined a lot of children's lives. I mean, I yeah. mean, she ought to be she ought to be locked up somewhere. And uh, you can see why by listening to her screech and squeal. Yeah, she's really over the top. And uh, just worth mentioning for five minutes, locally, the woman that heads up United Teachers Los Angeles, and we threw her in the dumpster, I think, a couple of times. Uh, that's uh, Cecily Myart Cruz. Mm. Uh, she got a second term. Of course she so did. There's four more years of her coming. Yeah, that's why it's... I the like the headline. They re-elect their leader amid push for a 20% raise. Mm. Oh, I think, we, yeah, they're trying to get a 20% raise. 20% raise. They've done a great job with the schools, yeah. They, they, they haven't shown up in a year and a half. Uh, school tests scores for math and reading are at all-time lows. Uh, some children are several years behind where they should be now. And it was all the teachers doing. And it is the teachers, the individual teachers. A lot of people go, oh, let's not make fun of the teachers. It's actually the union. No, it's the teachers. Look who they elected here. Yeah. It is the teachers who have gone beyond just greedy. You can deal with greedy. Now they're greedy and they're crazy. And Of course, as the Times points out, though, she is the first woman of color to head the union. Yeah, that's, that's, well, that's great. Well, yeah, that's good. Tell, tell it to the kid who uh, missed school for a year and a half. Oh, I remember this uh, this uh, union leader. Remember, she was calling parents who wanted the schools reopened. Racist. They, they were racist. I remember that. They right. were racist. If you wanted your child to be taught inside a school classroom, you were a racist. So, of course, this kook gets reelected. Of course, oh, she's she also pushing for homes for the homeless. But it has nothing to do with her job as union president, yeah, but yeah, uh, I know. She, I know. Uh, these people get so full of themselves. The, the All right. public school system is completely destroyed in L.A. Coming up next, our guest will be Tim Donnelly. He's been on the show. It's been a while. Uh, described as husband, father, businessman, and author. He's a former state assembly member. And, of course, he lives up in the San Bernardino Mountain communities, and he's going to talk about what's going on up there with the, the heavy snow and people are locked in their homes and the roads aren't cleared. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Heard any of our secret mind control hidden messages recently? No? That's because we're really good at it. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today.